Hello, 大家好，欢迎回到外媒看中国，我是安博然。On Monday, the U.S. Air Force was back at their tricks, trying their best to provoke Beijing with an aggravating and childish six-hour flight up and down China's east coast. This comes just weeks after the same U.S. spy plane was intercepted by a Chinese J-16 over the South China Sea, leading to another Western media meltdown. But why is Washington insisting on provoking China like this, and what is the legal basis? Today we'll investigate. This is Reports on China. I'm Andy Borham in Shanghai. Let's get reporting. This Monday, June 12, a United States Air Force Boeing RC-135 set off on another spy mission designed to provoke and exacerbate tensions with Beijing. But this time, they didn't limit their aggression to the South China Sea. Instead, opting to fly up and down the east coast of China for nearly six hours before returning to their base in Okinawa, Japan. The Air Force spy plane took off from the island of Okinawa at 9:49 a.m. local time, flying directly north before making a beeline for Shanghai, then heading south and north again up the east coast past the port city of Qingdao in Shandong Province. Back down past Shanghai again, and then ultimately back to its base in Okinawa. Now, according to my calculations, the plane stayed around 100 kilometers or 54 nautical miles from the coast. This comes just weeks after the exact same plane was intercepted by a Chinese PLA J-16 fighter jet above the South China Sea, which Washington called unnecessarily aggressive. Let's watch some of the Western media pandemonium. Force just released new video showing what the Air Force calls an unnecessarily aggressive maneuver by a Chinese military pilot right in front of a U.S. aircraft. CNN's Orrin Lieberman is live for us at the Pentagon. Orrin, tell us what happened. Jake, we're just getting this information from U.S. Indo-Pacific Command. They say a Chinese fighter jet, a J-16. On Friday, intercepted a U.S. spy、uh, spy plane in international airspace over the South China Sea. They're calling it an unnecessarily aggressive maneuver as part of the intercept. Take a look here. This is from the cockpit of the U.S. aircraft, an RC-135. That Chinese fighter jet off to the right there as it cuts in front, essentially slices right in front of the U.S. aircraft at fairly close range. And that turbulence there, that is from wake turbulence off the back of that Chinese fighter jet. So, what's the point, and what is the legal basis for the U.S. Air Force sailing and flying their military assets so close to China? Well, first, there is really no point apart from aggravating Beijing and flexing its muscles to show the world that the U.S. is still just as cocky and reckless as always. In my opinion, there is no actual military necessity to fly these missions. It's all just a game of optics. On top of that, the U.S. is very skilled at information warfare and propaganda, and uses the situations and the reactions of China's PLA to continue pushing the China threat or China is aggressive narrative to the world, and it works wonders. For some reason that is well beyond my understanding, most average Westerners don't seem to be able to put the shoe on the other foot, as it were, to ask themselves the question. How would we feel if China did the exact same thing to us? Most, I was pleasantly surprised by the comments against U.S. warmongering in the region under a Twitter post from the official U.S. Indo-Pacific Command account. They posted a video of the encounter and were roasted in the comments. Kuro said, "What are you doing in the South China Sea in the first place? 
You guys always start in wars. Relax. Two on track said 5,000 miles from home and flying in China's backyard. How about they fly just off the US coast? Alex Klein commented, Warmongers, the Chinese plane is flying over its territory. The US plane must have broken GPS as it's flying thousands of miles from home. Then later the US will claim its wars are unprovoked. Kimmy Kao joked, When you keep peeping into someone else's house with a telescope in front of their window, the neighbour will definitely throw a basin of water at you. So what is the legal basis for this kind of blatant aggression? Is the US allowed to keep provoking trouble like this? Well, it's complicated. First, let's look at Washington's position. They say, The United States will continue to fly, sail, and operate safely and responsibly wherever international law allows, and the US-Indo-Pacific Joint Force will continue to fly in international airspace with due regard for the safety of all vessels and aircraft under international law. So as you can see, Washington is relying on so-called international law, arguing that any activity in international airspace is legal, unless that activity includes hostilities against any state. They say that collecting information from international airspace is peaceful and lawful. The international law they're referring to is the United Nations Convention on the Law of the Sea, or UNCLOS, and the Chicago Convention, or the Convention on International Civil Aviation. Now, both state that any state's territorial waters and airspace extend 12 nautical miles, or about 22 kilometers, from the coastline. That means basically that this area is governed by the state in question. On top of that, the coastal state has an exclusive economic zone, or EEZ, that extends 200 nautical miles from the coast. Now, this is where it gets a little bit tricky. Remember that US Air Force flight up China's east coast on Monday, and how I said it remained about 100 kilometers away from the coastline? Well, that falls within China's exclusive economic zone. According to the UN Law of the Sea, China has the sovereign right to explore and exploit that 200 nautical mile area, for example, fishing and so on, among other exclusive rights. But according to Article 58 of the Convention, that area is open to other states in terms of freedom of navigation and overflight, which might include cargo ships, commercial airline flights, and so on. But Article 88 specifically mentions that said use should be reserved for peaceful purposes. And that's where China's argument comes in. Beijing argues that the US Air Force spying on China inside its EEZ is not in line with the UN Convention on the Law of the Sea. China also refers to Article 301, Peaceful Uses of the Seas, which states, In exercising their rights and performing their duties under this convention, state parties shall refrain from any threat or use of force against the territorial integrity or political independence of any state. Last year, then-Vice Foreign Minister Xie Feng stressed the importance of implementing UNCLOS fully and in good faith at an event commemorating 40 years of the convention. There, he stressed China's position, which is also mentioned in the document, that the high seas and international airways should be used for peaceful purposes, he said. 
UNC LOS gives due regard for the sovereignty of all states and aims to promote the peaceful uses of the seas and oceans and realise a just and equitable international economic order. UNCLOS has established important principles, including peaceful uses of the seas, freedom of the high seas and the international seabed as the common heritage of mankind. All parties should follow the purposes and principles of UNCLOS, duly exercise their rights under the Convention, fulfil their obligations under the Convention in good faith, reject the law of the jungle at sea, and oppose the attempt to threaten other countries' sovereignty and security by using the sea. And that is basically the crux of it, you guys. The US believes that flying Air Force spy jets right up to the coast of China and that sailing military destroyers in China's exclusive economic zone is just one of its rights under international law. Spy missions are not threatening or hostile, Washington says. China says that is not the case and has lodged serious disagreements also based on international law. Military spy missions undermine the international peace and security, Beijing says, before adding that Beijing has the right to maintain peace, security and good order within its EEZ. The question then, it seems, is this. Should flying military jets up and down the coast of another country and sailing military warships and destroyers up and down the coast of another country be considered fair and peaceful use of the high seas and international airspace? Take a look again at that US Air Force flight right off the coast of China and tell me if you think that seems peaceful or even a fair and responsible thing to do. When the world is in such a tense position, what is the point of aggravating and provoking unrest like this? And that question is for you guys to answer, and I hope you'll do so below this video. Who is right here, and how do you think this situation will progress in the future? Let me know down below. Also, don't forget to hit like and subscribe if you haven't already, and I'll see you all next time. Bye-bye.